Holy shit. We're back. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. We are live with our boys, Demo, Sapo from SYG. What's going on, What's guys? What's going on, everybody? Oh, man. Punk, you got something for us special? We haven't seen you in a while. What's up, I, I, had a, I had a whole intro ready to go. Like, Do it. Like, like, see this? And then you're like, and then and here's our guys. And I'm like, but I Do it. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another Serious Airsoft podcast. Um, yes, I, I am back. I get to I get to be here for tonight's episode. I'm usually have to work late, so but I get to I get to be here. So before we do the intros, um, we're gonna get the sponsorships out of the way. Yeah, EG USA use ASAP 15 for 15% off all smoke and textile products within the US when you order from their website. KWA is providing time and or proving time and time again that their dedication to the players uh, with the launch of the special edition Kaiju 47, the new Mod 3, and coming soon, the holy grail that is the LMD4. <laughs> and last but not least, Overwatch Tactics featuring their signature Conquest of Avalon series, which just happened down in Waxahachie, Waxahachie Texas. Uh, Overwatch Tactics uses a structure of popular Milsim events uh with the added twist of creative creative props and storytelling uh looking f look look forward to what uh they're going to be doing in 2021 this motherfucker's put me in a garter belt oh yeah yeah there's, there's a video of that um so with that uh we have our host for the evening cole thornton what's up carl urban what's up guys Corey haynes what's up and I am Eric. Uh, and with us tonight are two guys you may have heard of. And if you have ever stepped foot in an indoor field in the last five years, you've definitely seen their gear. SpeedQB co-founder and designer Eric uh, Chang. Uh, Did I say your I, I pronounced your last Eric, name? Right? Yeah, Eric Chang. Okay. <laughs> and content creator, influencer, and SYG star player uh, Dylan Moore, a.k.a. El Sapo and Demo. Guys, for the welcome. culture heck yeah yeah hey, hey. oh so. it's been a while right yeah um, i was gonna yeah. say we hadn't we hadn't chopped up with you guys in a it's minute been like we, nine like, months maybe i wasn't able to make it last who's the last time oh sosa was here yeah. last time yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. oh man so you guys have got a bunch of cool shit coming down the pipe i mean honestly it's it's kind of astonishing but since we didn't have you guys on in a speed qb capacity last time uh give us give people who may not know kind of the rundown how'd you guys get started what it come out of obviously you guys cater more towards a indoor tournament style of play but uh you know kind of give everybody the lowdown i mean so basically just started uh just a couple of friends playing airsoft you know um my background's in paintball you know i used to compete back in the early 2000s um so i was big in that scene took a break from it finished school you know i wanted to play paintball again but it really didn't fit my lifestyle at the time so i wanted to look for something a little more convenient i found airsoft brought a few friends with me and it's just history from there on i mean we started playing and we just wanted to you know we we kind of went out there like we had something to prove we like the new kids in the block kind of and we were attracting a lot of attention with our play style, obviously a little more aggressive in your face. Um, and what eventually, you know, what basically grew into the culture of what SpeedQB is. And SpeedQB is just a competitive airsoft format uh, where teams uh, can come together and test their skills against each other. And we've been doing this, um, you know, officially as a, as a company and as a league for four years now, but this story started about a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome because it's it's been cool because I remember the first the first little inklings I heard of you guys, it was just like tournament stuff. And then you had a little bit of gear. And now you guys are a full-blown culture and it's wild. I, I see nothing to me stands out as much at local fields and at games than speak to be uh buyers or i guess your consumers if that makes any sense you guys have influenced a play style you guys have influenced an entire like subsection of the hobby for better or for worse depends on who you talk to i happen to think it's fun as fuck but uh it, it's it's really interesting to see how like i said you guys have created you've gone from creating a um idea into a marketable product into a culture Right. And you've got people like Demo, who I know you're a big driving force behind that. You're, I see you're for the culture stickers all over the fucking place. Fucking right. you're running up on people. The where they at though video is still one of the funniest things. I saw that live and I was losing my shit laughing. I don't even know who the fuck you guys yeah. really were at that point, but that sold it for me. 
Yeah, and you know, even though we were kind of spearheading it, or we were at the forefront of it, what this really is is it's an echo of what you know um, the culture is. You know, mm-hmm. it's because people wanted it. It's not so much that we, you know, invented it. I mean, it was just kind of like we we felt we kept our it's ears lightning rod. to the ground, and we we realized that there was a void in this. You know what people perceive as a hobby or a game or um, something that's a little more casual, and we saw that there was a void and that there were people who, you know, they obviously spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time on this hobby, and some people see it as a sport, you know, and they're competitive. And you know, a lot of us have you know competitive backgrounds, whether it be athletics or just like things that we were doing in our lines of work that were highly competitive. Like that's just who we are by nature. And I think what we did is we found a common ground with people all over the world, you know, that basically, you know, they kind of just agree with what we're doing. That's, that's really just the, the, the bare bones of it. You know, they, they, we saw something, we liked it. Other people saw it, they liked it. And it's just a natural response to something that, um, that happened in, in this sport. And I think Demo can speak on it too, because, you know, like he kind of went through this whole journey as well. And like, like myself, like I, I didn't, I never really had a chance to, to be a casual airsofter. I jumped in, I said, like, oh, I want to be competitive right away. And, <laughs> and it came in hot, which yeah. is unnormal and, for most. So that's cool. Yeah. You know, people from, from Demos uh, generation, like a lot of the guys that are on the team now, you know, they, they were firsthand witnesses, like the first generation of like, when we started doing this, they were the first ones to start you know, playing and here they are now. You Did know, you so. guys do competitive paintball in the beginning too? Like before that, because I know Demo, I've seen your videos of like, you guys kind of like- We got to fix that mic, homie. Is it bad? <laughs> it's dude, it's auto adjusting so hard. I adjusted <laughs> it in the settings in the stream yard, but I saw it like- Oh, I've seen oh. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> We're always professional. <laughs> we, we've we got to have like a small fuck up. Otherwise it's oh, not- every time. It's not every insane. time. But uh, yeah, Demo, I guess that's that's a good that's a good place to start for you. Is like so you it, I, I saw you put up something today with that. I don't know what the fuck that airsoft gun was. It looked like you took a paintball gun and you took an airsoft gun and you went get keys and like made them scissor their timbers. That's it's it's one of the wildest fucking uh, gats I've seen in this dumb little hobby. So I was really curious as to where the fuck that thing came from. Well, honestly, what's crazy is that throwing it back a little bit, Eric and I went to Europe. Uh, what was that? Uh, two times last year. So we went in May for the first time, mm-hmm. and then we went again in November of 2019 for DreamHack. Mm-hmm. There it was. And then just just within that like span in between those two, the culture there grew so much that you know they so they drew inspiration from PayPal, and we started seeing those builds pop up out there, you know. And then um, it's just honestly, it's BQB having its effect worldwide. So we're seeing now not only is BQB itself growing. There's different play styles in different areas and stuff like that. So that's what that's what my little gun was. That was a little taste. I think it's cool. Overseas. Well, it, it, yeah. Whenever I see that shit, and whenever I see particularly a lot of the stuff that you guys do, to me, it's like you took online Call of Duty lobbies and gave them physical form. It's like, yeah, you can slap all the goofy, dumb shit you want all over your guns. You can run out there in bright pink fucking camo. But if you're good, you can also run up a ramp 360 and dunk on a kid. Like in the middle of a tournament. Like it's it's wild shit. That's why I've been I've been I've been all about this shit since the I don't know. I wouldn't say I don't know at the start, but like the fact that like these guys didn't care about camo colors or it was like person it was like more personal style and, and like this kind of gave it an avenue to express that i was like guys hey it it definitely it yeah. definitely speak is the only thing in airsoft as a hobby that lends itself to actual branding um you're not going to see that in milson because you're emulating either a real world tactical unit or you're trying to emulate some storm some type of like pre-established um force if that makes any sense, even when it's made up ones, even when it's like you go to American Mills and they got unit and cost. Yeah, cool. You're still grand team team or tan team green team. When it comes to speaky B, it's like each team has their own shtick and they can create their own like branded um, persona. And it's yeah. really, really fun to watch. And honestly, that's like the gameplay is fun. I like watching it. I'm not like super into it. I'd rather just play, but I really love seeing uh, like the marketing and the branding aspect of it. I think it's a really cool. Um, deep dive 
is just creativity, you know. And and the builds that come out of like individual people's kits and guns, like the hydro dipping, like uh, you the the guy on Union that has like the uh, like yellow multi like a uh, camoed gun that he hydro dipped. Like some of the builds that you guys do is insane for that side of the sport. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's all about creativity and just like finding a voice, right? Like, and I think what the main goal of what we're doing with SpeechyB is that we want to let people know that, hey, that's okay. You know, like, sure, we develop a style, but like, that's kind of like just our expression of it, right? And, you know, in the beginning, what we saw was like a lot of teams wearing black and white, just like we were. But slowly, you know, I think what it did is it gave license to people who wanted to have their own flavor and present themselves in a in a way that's different from the rest because airsoft can be very like it's kind of like this like either you fit in or you don't right like either you 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 rock the multicam or you you know you have this type of camo and it has to be legit and like mm -hmm. milsim specifically goes in waves of like what camo is cool because when i first started yeah. playing or like when i when i first first started playing it was like acu and then when i got back out of the navy it was multicam everything and now m81 is like the hot shit yeah. and, and, and it's one like to someone like me or demo like i actually don't even associate m81 with military i associate m81 with like street style people. yeah style like, yeah yeah camo not because i'm trying to look militant or anything but like it's more of like well like i love this shit this this british dpm this shit is fucking hot like i i want more of this i think i, I love the darker green camos i always think they're fucking just ridiculous but it's it's cool to see how just how much versatility it gets and you coming from a design background and seeing some of the stuff that you guys are putting forward, which we're going to get to here in a minute, because it's really cool shit. But you've got guys like Punk, who has uh, very much taken inspiration from like Titanfall and a bunch of other series that he likes to create these like, like I honestly he I, they, they stole they must have stolen Cyberpunk like directly out of his fucking head in my mind. Like, were you taking a nap somewhere, Punk, <laughs> and like I, talking in your sleep? No, man. So, like, when I had that logo designed, it was, like, well before the samurai thing ever, like, popped up. And, like, when I saw it, I was like, y you guys, man, like, I I I'm not going to say that you, you saw it or you didn't. I'm not. But, like, it looks damn similar. And I'm... I, I tried to tag him in it a couple of times, but like uh, I can say firsthand that in the video game industry, they're definitely looking at stuff like this. I, I, yeah, well, I worked in that field before I worked in the industry, and the things they reference are straight out of everything that you would expect. So, you know, a few months back, when people were still playing Modern Warfare, like you started seeing some of the the skins and the uniforms, and they're like brightly colored, and you have to wonder where that's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So are you, like Demo, are you gonna like stream Cyberpunk? Because I know that you stream a lot too. So like are those games like you guys will be playing? You two stop it will probably play playing a lot of it. Yeah. I, I just I'm so jaded with video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so every every time we talk to every time we talk to you about video games, I could see a little like part of you die in the background. Yeah. I mean it's true what they say, you know, like a lot of times like I me personally, like I, I always take my hobbies and I I take them so serious to the point where it becomes like work and like mm. Mm. video yeah. to me. Like I've just been behind the scenes so much and like, it's hard for me. <laughs> it's hard for me to enjoy, you know, things. Yeah, I say, you can't, you can't enjoy shit anymore. That's the fucking worst part of it. You yeah. start getting jaded about things. Yeah. But I, mean, I can still appreciate things, you know, like, but actually sitting down and playing games for like more than an hour, I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> zone it out. No, I'm, I'm in the same same thing. Like the last one that I've been playing lately is like uh, Squadrons, the Star Wars flight simulator. But I've been doing it in VR and headset, so it's like a different experience. So I'm, it's sure. kept, it. I can play it for a little bit longer, but other than that, yeah, it's like mm -hmm. after an hour, I'm like, I got shit to do, man. <laughs> um, but getting to or so, I guess we should just hop into something that you've already announced that people may or may not know is out there, which is these new pants that you guys produced, which look ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're called sick. the EMPs, right? <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can. While I'm fiddling with this, you guys talk about them because I've got a yeah. So one of, the, one, of the, thing. one of the questions I had about that was the the your design process and and when you're creating these pro these these products. Um, you know, they, 
they're clearly designed for airsofters. Like it's it's like a very directed brand because everything else is just adapted. This is like the first thing that's designed for airsoft. So like, what problems do you look to solve um, from well, other gear the, that's available? The main problem is that I found myself wearing gear from other sports. You know, yeah. and you know, all this stuff is really well made, and that's Ooh. why. Use it because there's a void, right? Like, um, for example, when we first started playing, the the earliest thing that I can think of is you know the fact that airsoft players started wearing paintball masks, and I think that's the response to a void in the market in that there was nothing that number one felt as safe, number two looked as good subjectively, and number three just kind of like was just something different. Those are something different. Those are sick. And um, you know, I think. I started stopping myself and saying, whoa, like I'm wearing paintball, a paintball mask, you know, like me and some of the guys from SYG are probably one of the very first people to start wearing dye out there, start wearing HK Army, yep. you know, and like it got to a point where I'm like, wait a minute, you know, especially when we, we first made the MBS belt, you know, even something like that was an answer to avoid there they go. Comfortable, comfortable belts in the airsoft market that not only kept you comfortable, moved with you when, when you when you had when you when you're trying to move in a very violent fashion and also look good. And yeah. it was different at the time, you know? And like that the lifespan of that bill, it's it's been around for four years now and it's still as popular as it ever was. Yeah, so, I bet you like people who got one of the first rounds still have theirs using it. Like it's sure. and I it, see and it, it everywhere. It's so it's what a, it's a system that, like you know, from the very from the very start, we knew that we wanted to to make a line of gear where everything worked with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a lot of brands that make a one off, you know, and the next product really doesn't have anything to do with the previous product. It's always been part of our roadmap to say when we make this, the next product's going to work with that. That product's going to have three three other different things that work with it. Because what I come to realize is that people like to have fun with their gear. You know, like yeah. me, yeah. I. I I always enjoyed like building things, um, plastic model kits, just putting stuff together, figuring out how to like assemble something. So the main problem was um, there was just not, there wasn't anything that was for us, you know, that was made by people like us. Yeah, you're using either hand-me-downs or using something that's specifically tooled for real steel or specifically tooled for paintball. And there was no real in-between. And the other thing that I've seen that was made specifically for Airsoft were like knockoffs. Um, and this actually ties into uh, Jacob Wendell in the comments was asking, uh, given where SpeedQB is now, uh, what would you like the future of it to look like? And in my mind, it's this, it's you guys creating products specifically tailored to help further what you guys consider to be a viable sport. Yes. Um, I do, I do have one really quick question. What is this? What, what? What, what was it? I was going to ask the these, same these, thing. These are dope, and I really want a set of them, but I'm really – because they look like flight suit pants to me, which is fucking cool. Like, I, I would expect, like, somebody to crash into TIE Fighter and be wearing a fucking pair of these. True. Yeah. Why – is this is this easy access to piss? Like, what 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 is this? Is this a crotch guard? How many times have you guys been shot in the dick? Oh, okay. It, it, is, it is for your weenus. That was what I – that was going to be my guess. Sometimes you, you'll get shot from inches away. So. Yep. You know, especially in certain positions like it's happened yeah. before. I'm sure yeah, it's happened to you. It doesn't feel good, male or female. I, I don't care. Y'all have thought of everything. I get shot either in the forehead or in the dick at least once a game. Yeah. At uh, Operation Sunset, I think Cole and I and one other guy that were about five <laughs> feet apart from each other all got shot in the dick about two seconds apart. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Now that's I, actually, a phenomenal idea. I mean, first- the uh, the first conquest of Avalon, Cole shot me in the dick. You and Darren and Castro. I came around yeah. the corner and caught all you motherfuckers. No. Back. So cheer, cheers to the innovation. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> See, you, can, you can tell people care when they think about it. Because this is not like crotch padding is not something that anyone outside of airsoft would think of you're not going to see crotch padding in real steel pants because they're not going to stop a bullet um you might see it in paintball but they're going to be like it's going to take up like this entire section no but i kind of get excited i kind of get excited about this because this is a product that is taken from real steel and this is a product that is taken from 
action sports and tested materials and methods that have have made well have th- this has evolved from yeah. i would like to see um somebody from the real steel take this concept and the um what what has been taken from old and made new and then adapted towards what can be used in an application in in, in a real world setting i'll say because that's well, i could and you can my question with that that uh, cole was asking me like what, what was the problem the problem is we wanted to make a pair of pants that you moved well in you know there's a lot of mm-hmm. pants out there that don't necessarily help with that there's a lot of restrictive stuff mm-hmm. um so we wanted to make something that can protect you as well as help you move Demo was one of the primary testers on it. And I think he can speak, you know, a lot to like the process and like what problems were solved with this product that you see as a, as a player. I mean, I think one of the first times running is when we were in Toronto, like really running it. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing I told Eric was like, yo, I don't even feel like I'm wearing pants. Like I don't, I don't think about it while I'm out there. You don't want your, you don't want to be thinking about your gear while you're out there trying to focus on, you know, your objective. Or whatnot. Yeah. True. From then, we were just trying to figure out, you know, what materials do we need to stick with? Does the how far does the crotch need to stretch? Like, you know, uh, are we going to go with rubber knee pads or the more plastic molded knee pads, stuff like that? So kind of just trial and error. And then a lot uh, of R and D, a lot of like actual field testing involved. That's good. Yeah. I was was gonna say I I I actually was with uh, what was it down at the Oregon Airsoft Arena for the Winter Expo. Um, I got to talk to you guys a little bit about them and like they were still in that kind of like tweaking phase and and yeah no it's that was back in february so, so a lot know. of people probably are wondering this in chat but sapa when are these going to be available oh these are currently available now oh sweet okay awesome. yeah, they're up on the site yeah yeah they're up on their website yeah. it, cool. I, everything that we we um we're planning everything with everything that's we we're planning to drop this holiday season is currently on our website um we are we're working on a product video for the new ncr upgrades which is the uh ncr extendo exo pouch and the ncr um hybrid pouch h uh, ncr hp so these are two products that are basically expanding on the ncr chest rig platform um and then we got some new shit here in a second um along with the cummerbund cummerbund system and of course the emp pants cool do uh you know one thing i can definitely see these uh getting you said of is i bet you the speed or tournament three gun tack real steel community would probably eat these the fuck up because these look perfect for that um i'd be curious if if you see a lot of crossover there yeah i i definitely think so you know um here's the thing with these pants is like or just our gear in general for this season. Uh, you know, many people might perceive us as a niche market, you know, with SpeedQB and, and SpeedSoft. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all airsofters. And you guys all know that we love every side of the sport. We, we do, we've been going to Millsome events, mm-hmm. we go play outdoors. And of course, you know, our bread and butter, we play indoors, play competitively, but, um, we just we just feel like there's too much of this like oh i'm speed soccer i'm a mill simmer and it's like mm-hmm. for us yeah. we're not we're not leaving like that so it's like i don't even know where that really came from you know like we're open to we love everything that shoots you know mm-hmm. you can tell by that wall behind it real guns yeah. um we play yeah. shooting games you know anything right. Video games anything awesome. any yeah. so like we we generally just like anything that has to do with shooting in you know shooting sports so. yeah i was gonna like i want to i want to make mention too that anybody who is still kind of on that like one side or the other like just go to speed qb or syg's um youtube page and like from indiana to like tack challenges to milsim wet like these guys have gone out and they've they they show gameplay that the, the, the them putting themselves out and like playing the ivory type like everybody from syg and, and everybody from the speed qb and um like they're like hey listen there's we're not just one thing so like i mean you guys go ahead and check out their their youtube page and the content's there it's really good um and that actually kind of leads me into one of the next questions is um because you guys are like you know we don't really see the one side or the other and going to these bigger events and wanting to create products that are, that are more widespread as opposed to just indoor. Did, did these things help 
um, in the design process of these new products, like the Extendo and the uh, the, the Drop Pouch. And yeah, so I, uh, yeah, you guys go into that. Basically, you know, the NCR Chester was was built as a very lightweight solution, and uh, it was always our intention. Like, if you read the old product description when we dropped the NCR, it says specifically that it can be upgrades to come in the near future. So it was always part of the plan. Um, everything that we dropped has been in development for about, <laughs> about two years. We yeah, took our well, time. It had to be two years. Because we had to get it right. You know, like, so. I think with the MBS belt, like, we, you know, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was as strenuous. Um, I could even say we might have gotten lucky with that one. Um, but because the quality of that belt was so high and that and um, people were so happy with it, we knew that moving forward, everything had to, you know, reach a certain standard of quality and um, because people trust our gear. So we want to we want to maintain that trust. And um, going back to what your question was in terms of like outdoor and indoor, we wanted to make sure that the gear could, could survive both environments. And that's the, so that's that kind of leads into my next question is is there going to be other color waves that you guys eventually drop with the pants uh for like if people <laughs> want to take them on you know for a milsom roll that are these like super lightweight you know movable pants that because people are asking like hey is there ranger green coming is there like other color waves that are going to be coming out so yeah um for anybody that's followed us um historically what we've always done is like um as you can tell, we like the color black. Black, black, Usually yeah. black is the first color to come out, right? Um, because you know we we know that black is always going to be the most popular colorway. Uh, but for Milsim, you know, and for other for people who want other color options, those are always going to be developed shortly after the black. So we're we're of course everything is going to be you know considered. You know, I will say that um, every. Every, yeah, basically, yes. Colors <laughs> <laughs> are coming. Colors are coming. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, somebody else also is, do you guys have, you want to be on this? Right. I know. Uh, do you guys have plans on doing a top to go along with the EMP pants? Well, here's the thing. Like, no matter or is what, there even need for one? Here's the thing. Like, everything that you've seen us put out, we've, worn and tested by ourselves specifically way before yeah so already we've already been testing a top for years now nice. and, uh, so it's basically like our the team jerseys that we rock those are our our own proprietary design right. uh we just had we're just still you know fine-tuning yeah. and getting it to a place where we like it and we won't put something out that we don't like so speaking of liking stuff i'm gonna throw this up right now because i'm just geeking out uh you guys have created the only well, the only way I can describe it is this new product line you have coming out is the first real tactical gear line made specifically with airsoft in mind. You're not taking something from the real snow community and dumbing it down or copying it or modifying it so it works better for airsoft. And you're not taking something from paintball and mutilating it and twisting it over either. You're making something that you don't give a shit if this works for real steel. You don't give a shit if this works for paintball. This is for airsoft. And that would be yeah. This shit right here, which <laughs> so look at that. Oh my god. Check it out. Um, let me explain <laughs> what you guys are looking at. So basically there's so much going on here, you guys just, pay attention. I'm so crazy. Happy. So when we when when I when I, when we made the NCR, like it's just a simple chest rig. And then you know, dangler dangler pouches are so popular, and I'm like, you know, I want to make one too. And then like we we made it, and then like I was just messing with it, I was looking at it. And I think I was just messing around and I flipped the dangler upside down and I was like, you know what? This could be like a foot carrier. <laughs> and um, cool. because all of our gear is so modular and like you can basically do anything you want to it. Like there's even things that I've seen people do that we've never suggested, you know? Um, the NCR was actually made to be a chest rig. It was made to be, you can change it into like a, like a regular um, satchel or like a little, like a little bag just to carry random stuff in. Our gear never has just one purpose. You know, so um, what you're seeing on the, on the left side is the NCR hybrid pouch and in its plate carrier mode. So um, it's modular in a way where you basically uh, adhere it to the NCR and then uh, the clips 
Let me see if I can pictures it. of just the of just the MCR here. That is genius, by the way. Like, yeah, big brain. So, like, and that, like, like he was saying about using this stuff for uh, applications out. Like, you can. I use their the the SpeedQB line, the Atom Pack, the NCR. I wear all of that stuff when I go uh, like on my one wheel, or if I'm traveling. Or like it's because it's such a perfect combination of things that you can use for just everyday application. Like it's it's literally endless. And not only that, but like their gear has integrated with like literally anything else you already own. Like you, there's some kind of use or system that you can use the SpeedQB product or line in combination with that red. Oh my god! The fucking yeah, the 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 red tiger stripe. Oh God! It's just so. What one thing I was I was wondering if he if he had put in here was the so you can't you can't really tell from the pictures here, but <laughs> this is actually a a dangler pouch as well. Mm-hmm. And what drive what what I am like I said I I told I told Roy this like I this is all I'm gonna fucking wear for the foreseeable future like it's it's insane because just just to give you just to give a breakdown to everybody who can see it or to some people who are listening and um don't have visuals on this yet uh essentially the admin pouch up here links into a backpack yes the chet the belly piece which is where you would put your normal like mag carrier and whatnot as well as a cummerbund as well as the fact that this admin pouch can be flipped down or you can take a second one and use it as a dangler pouch. So you're talking about just like a chest rig that puts together like fucking Legos. And everything is purpose tailored for airsoft and for play styles. You've got the cummerbund uh, have mag carriers stitched into them. The admin pouch has got a zipper at the top that whenever it flips upside down will be a zipper at the bottom, easy access to grenades, smokes, whatever you need. You've got the normal admin zipper of cross, plenty of Velcro for the boys who like their patches. But there's little shit like this where you've got feed holes for cables, for wiring, for comms, for headsets, for HPA tubes, for um, like any of the hoses that some of you hose boys run like these right here. It's got that built in with it in mind. It looks like you've got like a little, like a little loop velcro loop catch there this is what i want you guys anybody who who's here from the milsim community uh take note of these things and this is why we want you we we want to showcase these things because like the these products have salute like what like we brought up earlier solutions to problems that other gear has and for milsim events and like airsoft deal like this you guys need to pay attention to the, what's going on with SpeedQB and not get caught up in the the, the Gucci. Yeah, brand. like I'm 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 a Milsim dude through and through. That's what I do. That's what I play. But it I am going to rock feet. Playing indoor. Yeah, this this is incredible though, because for me, I'm somebody who everything I wear, if I wear it, it has a purpose. I'm very 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 interested more in movement and mobility and being able to get in, get out, and only carrying what I actually need. I don't like a lot of extra shit. I don't like a lot of extra pouches. I don't like like stuff that restricts my movement. I try to play as minimalist as possible. This is my wet dream when I started playing Airsoft. This is exactly what I wanted, and I am so excited that you guys are coming out with this. Like I I can't hold it. It's nuts. And and I'm sure like Demo can speak to this as well, is that a lot of the tactile gear, because believe me, I had it. I wanted I bought I bought everything that was out there because I wanted to test it. I wanted to see you know like what I wanted cool. to eat. You know I wanted to make it better than what's out there. And a lot of these systems for real steel and 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 it should be is that they're very they're very static because they're very mission specific. I understand all that, but like with airsoft, you one weekend you could be going to a Milsom event. Next weekend, you could be going to play with your friends in a public game. The very next weekend, if you're into that sort of thing, you, you're, you're going to go to a SpeakyB event. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure that all the gear that we put out can do all of those jobs. So that's the main problem that we with this. And a little minor detail. With actually, now that you have both of these pictures up, yeah, I would say here's that. So I'm trying to get so you can see both configurations of what I'm talking about because people are probably in the chat like, "What do you mean? What do you mean it's a titty dangler? What are you talking about?" (laughs) Is the setup on the right? That's what I run most of the time. Public games, you know, whatever it is. But um, 
we ran outdoor and I switched over to the kind of play carrier setup. And one minor detail, I don't know if you can really tell from the picture here, is that with the dangler on your chest, it's going to angle backwards a little bit and conform to your body. Yeah. It's something that you don't even need plates. It's a plate carrier without plates that's still... Yeah, it's like a plate carrier plate carrier in, in the shape. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it's not really a plate carrier. Yeah. It's just to give it that silhouette, you know? Now, yeah. something from these pictures that catches my eye is these buckles up here. So, are the are the do the buckles hide away inside of the? Are they are they like stitched into the back? Are they so, inside of the zipper the, here, or all how? The, all the buckle attachment points in our gear are are modular, so they're removable. Mm. So, <laughs> in, the, in the loadout on the right, you could leave the clips on there, um, but you can also remove them, sew them away, and when you do it, when you put it onto the left, the left side, which is the play carry mode, you install. Mm -hmm buckled back on so then they're compatible with the straps from your apk uh, yeah i i i don't i, I don't, oh, I don't even know which one i would run i mean i'd, I'd have to switch between the two because it seems to me like both of these have a very purpose-driven thing like if i'm going to a big op or a milsim event like a milsim west or american milsim or an overwatch tactics game i'd probably run it in this configuration just out of ease of access and what i'm going to be using because i'm going to be using a lot more smoke grenades mm -hmm. which i would like to have like up here like I can pull up, I'm going to have like maps in the front zipper. I'm going to have, you know, stuff like that. And this Velcro, you know, it's got, you've got, it looks like pistol mag inserts here, or it could be more M4 mag inserts here. So you can run all six in the front. You can run this as a chest rig the same way he has here, or you can use the aforementioned um, cummerbund that we showed earlier. And there's also, I'm going to try to find the picture quick, a backpack that clinks, that clicks into this shit. Mm -hmm. Which that's the other thing that just like you guys have really, in my mind, considered just about everything. Like, look, they, 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 this isn't this isn't some random backpack that they threw in here. This is another one that is a tailor made piece of kit that links into all of this. And you can see here, this is kind of what you would ex expect like a Milsim loadout to look like. You've got cummerbund can hold your magazines. You've got the dangler. You've got the chest rig. And then the backpack that clicks into it all and mates it all together, which I am curious how the cummerbund feeds into the backpack in the back. How does so that work exactly? On the back of the backpack, there's basically a, a removable air mesh padded backing. Mm -hmm. And the cummerbund is then sandwiched in between that padding and the backpack itself. So it's secured in between. You bring the two ends to the front, whether it's underneath um, the exo pouch or over like in the previous year i mean there's really no rules in in how you could set this up you know like we just have some suggestions when we make it with any of our products we just we just kind of like give you a few suggestions when you need a lot of room for the end user to, to be creative and just do whatever they want with it there's no rules really yeah actually i actually have it right here hey the pack yeah and then yeah. obviously people were asking about colors uh, ladies so gentlemen can we show you some colors here yeah currently uh, this line is coming out in black uh smoke gray burnt moss and um the super popular red tiger camo that's hot that is so cool yeah i actually yeah i'm, I'm kind of switching over to red tiger now <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm so torn because it's like the red tiger is so cool but like uh yeah and in, in the future what we're gonna do um we're gonna probably release separates so people can mix and match That'd be cool. Not be so matchy. So if you wanted to buy, you know, uh, a gray a gray yeah. strap set, and you have a red tiger, you know, everything will be able. You'll be able to buy it, purchase, uh, purchase it separately. Um, it's it's funny that the timing for this is because I've recently just been getting back into it with like our local field here in Colorado, but like they don't have like a true established, uh, like traditional. I guess you could say like feedsoft field but i've been really wanting to get back into it so i'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at a play carrier setup we have almost none in texas and I, these motherfuckers just like i don't know what it is about texas pqb kids but they don't give a shit man they're out and playing woods ball running motherfuckers down like <laughs> d14 you guys have got a huge following out there and those kids don't give a shit they come running at you screeching and everything man it's it's awesome to see but that, uh, yeah, that that product line, like it's it's it, it takes a lot to get me excited for shit in airsoft. And two I'm, things that two cool. things that yeah, I'm like that, um, you guys really like it, you know, like I I kind of like was not hesitant, but like I you know like like anybody like myself, I I consider myself like a perfectionist, so I'm always mm -hmm. kind of 
scouting, but like, it feels good because it, it gives me validation in that I, I did the right, you know, we did the right thing. You know, we knew. Yeah. You're nervous about like an idea or a product that you're releasing and it's good to hear validation. Like, yeah, this, this is going to work. Like at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is to be innovative. Yeah. On every level, you know, whether it's the content we put out, you know, uh, whether it's the events that we have um, or the gear that we make, mm-hmm. if we wanted to do what everybody else is doing, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, well, it's yeah. also, it's just kind of genius because like even the most staunch, hardcore Milsim kid can talk all the shit they want. Then you drop that fucking gear out and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Hold There's- up. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see all like the, all the Milsim kids fucking rock and speed could be shit here in like a year. Like they'll, they'll have some piece of your kit, whether it be the backpack, whether it be the belt, whether it be that chest yeah. rig, something. Well, we, we, we really wanted to make this for, for everybody in the sport, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I was gonna say there's really no no there's no reason for a divide at this point. Like it's no. true. <laughs> Unity. I don't, cool. I don't I don't know how to not scream that any louder. Dude, it's yeah, it's I, I like I said, this is this is gonna be really cool um moving forward. I, I when does this product line drop? Do you guys have like an estimated uh, date? It's all up on the site right now. Oh, this is all up right now. All yeah. up. Yes. And, you know, obviously with with COVID, like there have been um, some issues. So there is a lead time on, on some of the stuff, but you know, we're, we're always working hard in the background to make sure that everybody gets their stuff in a timely manner, you know, customer service, just hit them up if there's any issues, you know, and we'll, we'll take care of it. Um, yeah. So basically this, this whole line, it's basically a full circle thing that we've kind of set from the beginning and that we want mm-hmm. to create as close as possible to a head to toe, solution for airsoft you know all that we're really missing right now is a mask yeah you know maybe some protective gear some gloves is that a hint that was a real specific real <laughs> I mean, specific uh, thing you think you're missing this is what i'm trying to say is like yeah. you know there's we wanted to create something that was well-rounded which doesn't mean that we're gonna not we're just gonna stop there and we're you know next year we have a challenge on our hands as well and that um, we're going to create a new line mm-hmm. um, built specifically towards, you know, um, let's just say the sports side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Uh, where this is going. I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want us to just like smoke something and not finish it. You know, a lot of, a lot of brands out there have like <laughs> kind of just jump on trends and then like they, they abandon, you know, what, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like a sense of purpose, you know, and like mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that everything we put out is cohesive and that it's part of a collection and it feels that way. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really cool to see, like yeah, I said, you guys not only created, a, you not only created a product, you created a very marketable product. You created a very marketable, usable product. And then you made a whole line of the fucking things that mix and match and mate with each other, but also would probably work well with other gear sets. And that's the key is you're not making everything super proprietary either. You're allowing modification after the fact with other stuff. Like I can probably, I mean, just looking at it, I can probably take most of that crap and mold it into my JPC if I wanted to, and it would work. I, I'll, I'll, this is a testament to the design that goes into this. They've actually really rendered me making my own gear useless because <laughs> like, like, I got because I, I usually just make my own shit, and it wasn't until like Speed QB stuff started coming out where I was like, I can't, I don't need to make it because I just if I just switch it this way and it fucking does what I need. Okay, cool, we're done. All right, save me a fucking week of. So, how many minds do you guys have come together to like actually put together this chest rig, Sapo? I'm sorry, what was it? How many minds have like come together? Like how many people are in kind of like the research and development team of like putting this whole plate carrier slash chest rig system together? The whole squad, you know, like um like in, initially what usually happens is I'll, I'll talk to one or two guys in the team and be like, hey, um I'll, we want to make this. What do you think that should be like? So with like for example, like um the MBS, right? The MBS was me and Ramon putting our heads together. Mm-hmm. Um, when when we made the APK, the backpack, and when we made the pants, uh, Rusta was actually heavy involved yeah. um, initially in the, in the initial design process. And of course, um, Dima was 
a really heavy tester of all of these all of all these pieces of gear and he'd come back you know and we, we'd sit down and talk about what was missing and what maybe didn't work what didn't fit and like we just kind of fine-tune it from there so it's really just a group effort you know um cool. when we have a huge team you know uh not only from syg but <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the dude though. But I'm, I'm the guy. I'm the guy drawing everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm the guy trying to, you know. They make just, it. they just, they just. You draw these beautiful yeah, things into existence, and then everybody just shits on them and throws them back at you and tells you to fix them. I mean, you know, I also rely on these guys to make it look good. You know, like um, I'm not as sexy as I used to be, so I try to. <laughs> but um, when I when I put it something on demo, I'm like, if it looks good. Then it passes the test. It's you know, true. Something on Rooster, if I put something on Sosa, if I put something on Phantom, if I put something on Marty, it all has to look good on everybody. Mm. You know, even even guys in other teams. You know, we 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 um we had testing from all over. Yeah, like really, like within For all kinds of locally, products. even across. You know, even in Europe, we had a lot of the European teams. Yeah, we have we have homies from all three different sides of Airsoft. Yeah, yeah. so indoor, outdoor. It's just been a collective effort, not only internally but like within the community as well. It, it's cool because I I come also from a background of product development for like outdoor gear manufacturing, like cargo carriers, bike racks, stuff like that. So it's just it's just cool to see something that's designed that's I guess just not in my field. That uh, how many people have come together to actually make what you guys are doing? So it's really cool. That's why I asked. But. This guy has the fucking vision. I'll say that though. I know he's always giving other people credit, but I've literally witnessed him spend a day sketching something up, and he'll show me like, "What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "Yo, this shit looks like a fucking final product already." You know what I mean? And then we go out I mean, and test it. And at the end of the day, I just want I want to make cool stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, and you guys, you guys aren't just making gear, and you guys aren't just making clothing. You guys are also creating. It looks like layouts for fields, right? Because this is the next thing I wanted to get into, which is you guys have got some tournament stuff coming up. You've got a pistols only 3v3 coming up on the 12th, yeah. open class 3v3 on the 13th. Yeah. And then you Both have... have top, shout out Rebel Airsoft, a new field out in uh, Southern California in Santa Ana. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm about to put the banner up right now if I can. But uh, for Rebel Airsoft, it says uh, Speed QB layout. Did you guys design this field? Um yeah, so like um, from the beginning, you know, um, I've kind of been behind the, the field design and stuff like that. Um, of course, the players, like the guys in the team are, are responsible for like testing field layouts as well. Um, so yeah, most of the field layouts that you see um, are, are designed in-house. And then, you know, we got to obviously, they're play tested and... Um, you know the the Europe the Europe field uh, for this season was was like a collective effort between um, our US and EU branch, mm-hmm. and that layout worked great. Um, what we're trying to do in the future is that we're trying to unify the layouts. Right now, it's a little different because obviously you have different you always have different type of buildings you got to deal with. You know, yeah, you know, you've got you've got to work with what you've got. But you guys are trying to create like a league centric set design design yeah, yeah, yeah. that like you've, you're gonna have a, an industry standard if you will for what these tournament fields are gonna look like so when teams show up to a tournament halfway across the country they probably they know the layout because they've played on that field back yeah. at home because they've had the same setup and that's another really cool kind of outside the box thing that uh really honestly it's, it sounds so simple but something that blew my mind when i was thinking about it i was like well shit that makes perfect sense if you girls are trying to create an established competitive sport and cool. uh, like another, another field that just popped up is uh, it's not quite finished yet. Demo was just there in Indiana over at HTK Airsoft. Mm. I saw that video. It's cool. It was, it was a cool video. Yeah. What do you think about that place? Like, I mean, it's like just with the space that they have. Again, it's always different when you travel place to place. Mm-hmm. It was like a separate field on the third floor. They had open space to pretty much create whatever they wanted. And if I had to envision my ideal indoor facility. I would want my speed QB field separate from the rest of, you know. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they had, it was a perfect length. It was a perfect width. It was just a really good space. Uh, so much potential over there, you know, and if that can happen there, it can happen 
it's 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 really cool to see all the different things that you guys are doing like behind the scenes of like gear development like you know the syg side of like actually growing the sport and doing all the different layouts of the fields and it's just cool to see how many strings that you guys are like pulling and how much work you guys put into the whole brand not only that you know all different sides just about our own brand too like we we showcase you know brands that that are part of the culture you know like we more recently like kwa really rocks with us you know and like you know back in the day kwa like we we knew that like the guns were dope they were reliable but like not until recently um when tom kind of stepped in on the marketing side like they've really shown a, a huge amount of support mm-hmm. for this side of the sport yeah and um you know it's really yeah. about that too like the community like the brands the companies that also share the vision you know it's not just it's not just us you know it's it's it's, it's it, this happens all in the background we, we might not talk about it i'm sure some of you guys can see it and, and notice what we're doing with with brands like that and um it's really about just bringing the right people together even even internally like this group this crew that we have it's like the perfect storm of every type of it's a huge pool of talent you know we almost we almost act as an agency you know what i'm saying and in some whether it's creative um marketing we 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 solve problems like in almost every aspect of this of the of this sport in terms of the industry on both back end and front end you know so well it's cool to see like well especially demo like with how much content you 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 produce yourself mm. and also have a hand in and developing all of this new stuff with sapo and like your content too sapo that you produce so that, that that's my point i'm trying to get across it's cool to see that yeah, you're working on this and this and this and your own stuff all at the same time which is super cool yeah so. I, mean, I think we just like to i don't know why be good at just one thing when you you know you're good at a few things and well, and there's there's other avenues for this stuff to grow into too, because you were having a little discussion with Corey about uh, the SCP film that we have talked about. It's now like two and a half million views, two point uh, six, but nobody's keeping track. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there's there's projects like that. There's short films, which uh, Corey's got a couple in mind that he's working on that we're hopefully going to be able to crank out and help him with as much as possible. And, you know, I, I come from the, you know, um, entertainment background as well, having worked in film and video games. And I would love to, like, for me, a lot of the times, like, doing this is kind of a full circle thing. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the same thing with Nemo. It's like we, we take all of our talents and all of our interests that existed long before we decided to do this. And it's kind of, kind of coming full circle. And we're able to just use our talents and, just, you know, um, I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I kind of don't even believe that we've we've come this far. It's um, it's really neat to see. Uh, I love seeing the, these small companies come out of Airsoft and try to branch into not so much mainstream, but their own niche markets. Uh, like Punk has his Slaughter brand that mm-hmm. he's been working on for a while now, and which has gone from just being little patches on nerdy Airsoft kids to like it's growing, man. It's fucking cool. Like I, I and like the. Kev mentioned that he just wears your pants around the house, man. He thinks they're the most comfortable fucking thing out there. He's like, you know, like people, there's stuff like that where you create like almost your own style or fashion with your brand. And then it just grows from there and people see it. And they're like some kid walking down the street wearing some EPMs. And I'm sure at some point I might see like skaters could definitely have a use for those pants between the knee pads and the movement and the mobility. Like, yeah, I, I like, you know, that's one of the side things that yeah, I can definitely see is some kid dropped down a half pipe in those fucking pants. I'm sure they'd be great for that. I mean, it, it was a goal to, to, you know, like <laughs> a long time ago, I was, when I was playing paintball, like I liked the sport so much that I wanted an excuse to wear a pair of paintball pants in public. So when I made these pants, I ever, I remembered that feeling and I remember feeling like a dork doing it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> these pants have to fit in a way where if someone was wearing them in the street, you wouldn't question the cut. You wouldn't think that it looks out of place. And sure enough, you, you remove the knee pads from these pants and you wear them. Wear them. They're going to feel like you're going to want to wear them. Like just, just you, can. You, know, you can, if you want to. You know. My, my wallet is trembling in the other room. Yeah. Damn. yeah. <laughs> for me being someone who kind of turned into this content creator for Airsoft and then linked up with SYG and TQB and got on the team. I had my whole like 
I don't want to say identity, but I looked at the sport a certain way before, you know, these guys brought me in. You know, I'm glad they brought me in because we were already on the same path before I got on there. I kind of saw, like, Eric has a vision. I kind of saw the vision. Like, okay, what is Airsoft missing? Airsoft is missing. It's, I don't want to say its own individual identity, but just, like, there can be more to this that branches off outside of it. No, it makes it makes perfect sense. You wanted something that, like, when when you describe airsoft, you don't want to have to describe it as, oh, it's kind of like paintball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Every time we're yeah. on the road, and they, you know, they got to check our luggage. Oh, what are you in town for? Oh, yeah, airsoft. Mm. <laughs> but oh, paintball. I'm, oh, okay. Right. So it'd be nice to just say play airsoft or. I play PTB and you know maybe one day people will be like oh, okay cool and that's all we need to say. That's yeah. that's the mission kind of you know and you know in terms of spreading this worldwide like you gotta understand this this is something that started in a city and then it went and it expanded to a state and then like you know that's how we met Eric that's how we went punk we our first trip outside of California was to Oregon oh, yeah. and and that's when we met that's when we met punk and like that's, we started hanging out and everything was cool since then. every time we go back to Oregon. He's family. So that's what this is too. You know, it's, it's, you got someone over there, someone over here and we're all thinking the same thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, like mission too. It's like just to bring everybody. It takes, it takes time. It takes dedication. It takes yeah. hard work. You can't Wait. just spam your shit all over the Facebook groups and fucking right. magically expect, expect to have a product that people are going to buy, man. Yeah, no. And like, and, and, and these guys have been, you know, pivotal in helping me grow as well. So like, it's all you know like you said like when when they come up here we're family you know when i come down there it's likewise like you know i i i try to promote them and show them in a positive light where people were normally you know write it off and like likewise they've they've helped me grow and 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 their you know their business model has inspired me and what i do so like yeah no it's a mutually like um relationship when i guess it's 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 now, just as a as a quick fucking recap here, um, you guys have got the EPM pants, which are out now. You yep. guys have got the tack gear, which you said is out now as well. And this is all available on your website. Limited quantities. You guys are a small company. You're not mass producing this shit. You're taking your time and building it properly. Um, so everybody's listening. If you if you just just do yourself a favor, if you listen to this on SoundCloud or on the podcast, and you're not watching the video. Go and check out the website and at least look at this shit because it is we have a product up product video up for the emp pants that showcases the features mm-hmm. um right after this me and maggot gotta go downstairs and we're going to be filming a product video for the ncr upgrade pouches and uh-huh. uh, give people more insight as to how they work um and what you can do with it um we're just trying to make airsoft look cool yeah, we'll, no. we'll definitely as soon as that comes out we'll plug the shit out of that because that'll be neat to show like a proof of concept but yeah. uh we we're uh, actually right at about wrap time man thank you guys so much for coming on uh we always love having you dudes on here hopefully we'll be able to see you in a post-covid world an event we, somewhere we sometime. out there yeah like, I, I seriously i personally want to make a trip out there so bad i've wanted to play out in yeah. california badly punk since we've got you here do you do you want to do it well no i was gonna ask there's there's one you know while we have just a little bit of time is there one thing we didn't reach you know one thing we didn't hit on that you want to like just real Plug. quick yeah uh, you got you got anything mm. <clears throat> now that i can re- well you know what i'll say this i will do a personal uh review on all these products on my youtube channel hopefully soon you know then i want to get in my hands really test it out there i've had over two years experience with from prototype phase to now so um mm there will be product reviews released, but I also want to do a little like my own personal opinion, different setups, a little more in depth behind the scenes kind of look. I'm really curious to see how somebody with your, like you're kind of like creative, because I'm, I'm kind of set my ways in the way I play. I know what I like and I stick with what I like, but it's neat to see somebody coming from a different perspective and like the different shit you may do with that loadout than I will do with mine. True. And I may copy and steal that shit. Just saying. Try to get creative with it, but yeah, that's why. Right. Get a review out there for you guys. But um, yeah, for for anybody that's listening um, outside of the U.S., you know, I want to shout out um, obviously Europe, um, speaking to Europe community, uh, the Australian community, uh, and all over the world. Really, we got, we got CQB and scenes everywhere. popping up in Japan, yeah. Brazil, China, uh, Taiwan. You know, the Philippines. It's all over now. So like, as soon as this COVID shit, you know, kind of 
goes under our belt. Like we want to get out there, travel, meet everybody. Cause you know, we, we wanted to do that this year, but unfortunately it is what it is. And yeah. Um, yeah so like in terms of like speaky B2 as a, as a content channel, you know, we, we, we really want to focus on the athletes and the teams within this community um, to give them a bigger voice. And um, we're, we're focused on that, you know, to build up the community players, the fields, through the content that we share and produce. So if you guys have any content that you want to get out there, um, just you know, share with uh, marketing at speakb.com. And uh, if you like it, then uh, we'll throw it up. And yeah, no problem. You know, that's I like that. Check we're, out their we're about growing the sport. Too. You yeah. know, the sport on every level, not just yeah. a small percentage of what people think that we're about. Mm -hmm. We're about growing this entire thing all over the world, you know? And, you know, we're going to be going to some events, you know, still doing our thing, competing as, as much as we can, creating content, making stuff for the, for the community, for, for all the airsofters. And we just want to thank everybody for rocking with us since day one. Um, thank you guys for having us again. Oh, um, anytime. I think, uh, I think between SpeakyB, EG, KWA, we, we need to do something fun. <laughs> That yeah. that just seems like a melting of the binds for the ages, but we we're running over our time, punk, baby. We might even see Sweet. an event one day. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, no, I'll be there. <laughs> anyway, um, that being said, boys, uh, you guys, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and with that, we raise a glass, both listener and host, as we toast to you, filthy degenerates, and rejoice that this dumpster fire has finally come to an end. Another serious aerosol podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about their toy guns and their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow-through aerosol to exude, speaking of being excluded, it's a fucking miracle we made it to whatever episode this is. If you like 58. what you heard, 58, fuck me. Uh, if you like what you heard, great. Let us know. And if you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Remember to call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking. And we'll see you next time on 59. Maybe I won't because I'll probably be working. Deuces. <laughs> uh, later.